Hello, and welcome to AI Daily. I uh, take a quick moment here to thank all of the folks who have subscribed. We're at over 400 subscribers now, and we want to thank every single one of you for taking the time to do that and for supporting us here on the show. We have maybe three of the best stories we've ever had on the show before uh, today. Powerful, powerful stuff. I know both of these guys are moved by the work that these folks have done. Let's jump into our first story. This one is pretty impressive. This is maybe the first you know, real-world example of any image to 3D. I've got one processing right now on their Discord. I, you know, they're, they're so overwhelmed with, with people trying to use it because it's so awesome that uh, it's going to maybe take a little bit longer to get the results. But this is literally dropping an image and get an actual usable 3D representation. E Ethan, have you uh, seen anything quite like this before? I mean, other than maybe a paper or something? Uh, we saw a paper. We saw someone make a giraffe into something basic. But it looks like they're actually making their own foundational models here, something a little bit more applicable, a little bit more general. If you've ever tried to make a 3D model, let alone a 3D model of Iron Man, you know how long this takes. So being able to input an image and get a 3D model output out that you can put into Unity, Unreal, that you could put into Blender, these are huge, huge gains. So I'm super pumped to see the one that gets returned for you and also just their own progress. You could do one today and have your 3D printer printed out by the end of the day. Yeah. What do you Let's think, do it. So it's very similar to OpenAI's Shape B. So we'll see how it compares. It does seem to do a little bit better. Um, but, you know, great to see more of these as always. So, Okay. All right. On to our next story. This one is uh, also pretty powerful stuff here. We have drones. Now, this one, I'm, you know, I'm not so sure whether this is an example of something happening in real time. Basically, what we have are drones doing video analysis and you know tracking every car we'll, we'll we'll share this in the in the video and, and and in the links but you have a drone flying over an area it can see every single car in the space the the linus the 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 twitter personality that posted this mentioned that you know back in the day maybe you could track a few things but this is tracking hundreds and hundreds of things and not sure if it's happening in real time, there wasn't a ton of information or if this is just, you know, a video analysis that you did later based on a video recording. I don't know, Connor, what, what do you think about this t sort of stuff? Yeah, it's pretty, honestly, inspirational, like significant video. Um, if you click on the link inside the tweet, it links to another site called aircortex.com, which apparently has a type form where you can sign up for it. Apparently the code will be released and it is early access right now. So if you want to go through all those steps, you might be able to get access to it. Okay, so it's it's legit. Ethan, what, what did you take from it? Yeah, it's definitely legit. Um, it is definitely real-time video. And, you know, if you're sitting at the Air Force using Predator drones, you're probably not impressed by this because you've had it for a long time. But what is impressive about this is the fact that I bet you this is running on a $200 drone that you can buy from DJI, you can buy from anyone else. That's an entirely different landscape than a $10 million drone. So being able to just throw up your hobby drone and you get a real-time object recognition and image recognition What's cool to me is we're seeing, you know, we've talked about on the show how smaller models, consumer hardware, you get object detection, you get video detection, cheaper drones. Seeing the demos of this in culmination is mind blowing. You know, you can visualize all this stuff, but at the end of the day, this code's going to be open source. You're going to be able to throw your drone in the air in whatever city you're in and get real time video, real time object detection, real time tracking, probably even soon real time object permanence off of. 200 bucks. And that is a completely different society we're living in. So 
I just love seeing the applications of these real life demos and these real life, you know, code in person. So really cool stuff. Be careful throwing your drone in the air. There are actually some pretty impressive, excuse me, drone operating systems that are open source that you can build off of. And so in a world where you can 3D print a drone, uh, take the open source drone software, start doing things like this, the, um, you know, the police state might be coming from your neighbor uh, before it comes from the police themselves. Uh, pretty powerful stuff. What a, what a world we're pointed towards here. Okay. Uh, we're, we're flying through these stories here. Eth, Connor, what did you, uh, what did you think about the drone stuff? I liked it. I mean, if, if we can see it, actually it'd be open source and actually on GitHub somewhere, I'll be excited to see that. So until then you remain unexcited. Until then, I'm a bit skeptical. Like, I, I, skeptical. Which part are you skeptical about? The video's there. Real time. I haven't seen any proof that it would be real time. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of real time video <laughs> object detection. It's, it's unlikely to be running on the drone, though. It's probably syncing back up to an A100 or a few somewhere. On a you don't need an A100 for real time object detection. Why don't we have a drone off? You know, you guys can each come up with your own drone technology and we'll see whose is better i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> yes. when we when we find some, when we find some free time in our day maybe we'll we'll give that a try until <laughs> then back to work um oh. our final story wonder studio i've got this one cooking as well uh, i'll take a quick look right now and see if it's if it's ready for the show if not we'll try and share it a little bit later oh no Oh no, it's, it's kind of ready here. I will not be blackmailed by some ineffectual. Okay. This is a, uh, this is pretty hilarious. We're going to go ahead and just show this cause it's, it's a little bit too fun. So I took the scene of Robert California, um, in the office and processed it through wonder studio, which can replace any real person in a live action with a three, you know, a, a, a CG uh, representation of that person. This is a little wonky because Robert California is on the phone while he's doing this, but it's uh, still hilarious and very impressive. Well, I will not be blackmailed by some ineffectual, privileged, effete, soft debutante. You want to start a street fight with me, bring it on, but you're going to be surprised by how ugly it gets. You don't even know my real name. I'm Lizard King. Well, Maybe that was a little bit hardcore for the show. We'll, we'll, we'll edit any uh, inappropriate scenes out, but that is just completely wacky. This is something you can do today. It took about an hour for the thing to process, uh, and it's available today. You can, you can use it. Uh, go, go check it out, Wonder Studio. What do you, you think about this, Ethan? Um, yeah, I got to see all the way back in January, I think, when they first released um, some of their beta clips, et cetera. So we've all been waiting for this, I think. In general, this just speaks on, I think, Hollywood in general, media entertainment, just there is a lot coming um, for them. You know, just what you generated would have taken a team at least a few days to put together, you know, make the CGI character, make sure the movements are correct. AI is going to completely reshape a lot of this. So really cool to see. Not long ago, it would be probably more like weeks of a, of a team's effort, you know. Yeah. Um, Connor, what's your read? Pretty amazing. Wonder Studio, it's been in a closed beta since March where pretty much anyone can get access to it through application. But it is honestly one of the most amazing platforms that I've seen in video or 3D at, at all. 
Uh, it can perfectly match lighting between the shadows, between the luster of a character and a scene. It has a lot of layers to it and you can actually get through what would have taken a team about an entire year before. You can now do through Wonder Studio in about 24 hours, probably. So Absolutely. all the models they have underneath there and the platform they built, it's very easy. You just take your video, you drag in a character, done, wait, there's your video. So, and they've got some pretty powerful tools there that real, uh, video people would appreciate, uh, in, including letting you uh, use it commercially. So yeah. it's, it's not just a, a little one trick pony or a quick little demo. It, it, it's something that they're imagining people could bring into their professional workflows starting now. Yeah. Wonder Dynamics, very good work. So congrats to the guys over there. Pretty impressive stuff. All right. Well, let's move on to the, what we're seeing. Uh, I saw a cool uh, new setting in in Midjourney that I haven't had a chance to use. The setting is just called Weird, and it takes a value between zero and three thousand. And you know, apparently, it just makes things weirder. And that's a pretty neat idea in the sense that you know, one of the things that people have dogged AI for in the past, and you know, still to this day, is its lack of creativity or its lack of weirdness, if you will. And so. I guess the folks at Midjourney were like, YOLO, let's just make it weirder. And uh, they figured out a way to, to do that. And it gives you one more lever to pull on uh, to make your, you know, Midjourney creations more creative. Pretty it's impressive. So cool that LLMs have unlocked, we can use the term weird. You know, you can't define the term weird in code. It requires this type of stuff. So it's really cool. These just the vibes that are now parameters that they never could have been before. It's always been a pretty big knack, like knock at uh, Midjourney because yes, it looks very good, looked way better than Stable Diffusion, but it lacked a lot of creativity that you could see in Stable Diffusion. So introducing it's this going from AI's knock to AI's knack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, powerful. What are you seeing, Connor? I uh, saw so Mosaic. Of course, they've done a lot of work um, training LLMs between MPT seven B and MPT thirty B. So they have a lot of experience there. Their LLM Foundry, which is their open source model training platform, now works out of the box on AMD GPUs. So anywhere from the NVIDIA A100s and H100s, you can now use all the AMD server GPUs like their MI250s. And it's performance that's almost right on par with NVIDIA's, I think about 80%, it says. So very exciting news if you have access to AMD chips, but not NVIDIA chips. And hopefully should even out some of the competition between those two. I mean, 80% is, I think what you would, you know, use the 80-20 rule is most of what you need and mm -hmm. probably make it practically useful. And three months ago, people were, you know, calling for the death of AMD, uh, saying the game is over and now they're at 80%. I don't imagine it's too long before there are at least some cases where people will just use the AMDs because there's maybe less competition for them. They may be more readily available. They may be more affordable. Um, hopefully that's the case for all of us. Yeah, I dug through some of the individual benchmarks. AMD actually seems to perform better if you just have one card. So the NVIDIA cards do have a bit of the linking between them better, but if you just have one and I'm sure in more future benchmarks, AMD will actually do better. NVIDIA, AMD, whichever one of you wants to sponsor the show first, we're happy to shill you over the other. Uh, no, no problem. <laughs> Ethan, what are you seeing? Um, yeah, our good friends at Lambda Labs, who you all know we love, and we all know we love, uh, they released just a great guide on how to fine-tune Falcon. So we've talked about Falcon, the open-source LLM. 
So a really great guide on how to fine tune either the 7 billion or 40 billion parameter model on their H100s. And what's cool is, you know, H100s are always in theory a lot faster than A100s, but they require a lot of code optimizations, not only from NVIDIA, but from the developers themselves. So Lambda released some great ways to use LoRa's quantization to make sure you can fine tune these things a lot faster. So much more to come from them probably as they release more H100 toolkits. But if you want to go fine tune Falcon, go to Lambda. Nice. Go to Lambda. We love the folks over at Lambda. Well, thanks everybody for joining us and we'll see you soon on another episode of AI Daily.